Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. recording a podcaster after eight so much uh, but i got two <laughs> how's everybody i just did a dumb thing today and i had like a light breakfast and i had no groceries left and i was trying to get out to the grocery store before it closed which i'm fucked now and i had nothing to eat and i was starving and a friend of mine needed to eat so he said he was starving too so he said let's go somewhere we ended up at papa's chicken and I just got like the regular combo, but I got it with like extra. Oh my god, dude! That was like eighteen hundred calories or something like that that I just eat. And now I'm just like, oh my god! I feel like coming out of my like nose, like how much food I ate. It's like I could, you know, when you just go hungry and you look at the menu and you just go, okay, yeah, all of that. <laughs> you know, like, just give me all of that food. Holy shit, if I, if, if I put my finger in my ear, I can feel the food. I mean, that's how full I am. Uh, and it was delicious, too. That's the thing. Like, all of me is like, there's no regrets. I, I enjoyed, I thoroughly enjoyed it from end to end, right? The only thing is now I have a stomachache and I want to take a nap. But I was like, I got to do the podcast. I can't not do the podcast when I'm so fucking full like this. Like, But, you know thing is is to put out the content man to get the stuff out no matter what and i have my small list of stuff i got to do today and i have more inking and more everything and i have just waylaid everything not by not working but i just end up doing something else like i get this thing of like i'll put everything in order and maybe i should fold these clothes and hey you know i haven't looked up that file yet you know and i'm doing everything else but the main things i need to do i hate days like that it's like my brain wants to wander into something else it doesn't want to do this that I'm showing it. And uh, this is where discipline can kick in sometimes. Or also, you know, say, all right, go do those things until your brain wants to do this again. You know, and hopefully that's the thing, too. I, I sat down and did some sketching, too. I had to get back into that regiment. Speaking of regiments, I'm looking at my fat. I'm just getting bigger titties just every day of this quarantine. I'm just I, I feel like I am. 
I asked my buddy and he's like, nah, you look the same, bro. I feel like I'm just becoming a fat fuck because of this thing. So I gotta go. Man, I, I really miss the gym. I'm really missing the gym for so many reasons. But yeah, so let's see here. What notes do I got here? I know there was some stuff I wanted to cover. What was it? All right. All right, so this week we're going to kind of get into if you're losing, who is winning, and vice versa. That's like the kind of theme. Because there's just two ways. There's people that are either, and most people are under one park, and one, and other people are in another. Well, most people feel like they're losing, like they're getting fucked, right? And there's always a conspiracy, there's always a thought, there's always a thinking that, like, I'm getting fucked, and it's because of them. And then I'm like, okay, who the fuck are them? And then if you're losing, who's winning? And by the same token, token, if you're winning, who's losing? And that that caught that dichotomy. So I hope to tackle that, you know, and just that idea. Because I think sometimes the way we think, not what we think. No, there's no. I think sometimes there's no bad thoughts. It's the action that comes after the thoughts. Like why we're reasoning that that that's the biggest problem, and that's what I want to get into today, and kind of help hopefully hype you up a little bit too. I know it's the middle of the week, and it's like we're still with these fucking quarantine things. Things are semi coming back to normal. Some of us don't want it. Some of us do. So let's see what happens. And uh, oh, and then the ass end of this podcast is going to be some extra stuff from last week that I fucked up and I didn't put it in. So check that out if you can too, and like listen to the end. All right, guys. Okay, so food is digested a little bit more, and I can, like, comfortably breathe without, you know, I don't know, just fucking, I, I just didn't want the podcast to be like, uh, I need to know, to, uh, uh, like, that would not be a good podcast. Anyway, so, one of the things that came to mind the other day that I was just kind of, I don't know, like, it's been, it, it's been in the an afterthought for a while, but it's one of those things that you know I pay attention to Instagram a lot. My favorite thing is I just go in and I just on just post after post I put something and I, I'm always making a joke. I'm always cracking shit. I'm always fucking with people on there. It's just a hobby of mine. I think it's like especially now with the whole quarantine thing. You know, you just sometimes you want to reach out and fuck with people. It's not even have a conversation. I just want to like poke people with a stick. But, you know, one of the things I've noticed is that some people put all these... It's a lot of relationship shit, mostly. But everybody puts out these messages, this whole front, this whole thing of, like... Just, like, you know, people aren't going to fuck with me. Don't fuck with me. You bring me down. Everybody seems to have enemies. You know, when your enemies see you succeed, you must become... And then it's like a picture of a lion or some shit. Or, I don't know. And I guess... This is the use of negativity for positivity. And I guess if somebody feels that challenge in their head, they feel like, oh, shit, you know, like now I have something to fight against. I can understand the psychology behind it because that rebel defense kind of thing hits the soul. I mean, nothing gets you more motivated, I think, sometimes than somebody saying, fuck, you know. And then when that comes to mind, then you're instantly like, oh, fuck you. Yes. You know, and, and you come out. But my problem is that how far does that go before you're convinced of something that in all reality, 
isn't fucking there. Like, there's so many people, and, and, and there's some truths. There are some fucked up truths out there. But there's this whole thing of, like, you are losing. And, and, and the loss. And everybody's getting fucked over. And, you know, they're sticking it to you, man. And they're, like, fucking you. And you're going down, bro. And it's because of them. And I'm like, first off, who the fuck are them? <laughs> like, who are them? Who are they? Who, the fu- who are these people that are so against you? Because, like, you know, again, if somebody says I have enemies, I'd be like, fuck is wrong with you that you have enemies? Like, I don't, and I'm, I'm pretty pricklish. I'm a kind of a prick, you know? I tend to be good to people, but overall, how the fuck do you have enemies? Like, what are you, fucking Batman? Or the fuck? How the how did Kuhn you even get into that mentality that you have enemies? But there are people that, I guess, they need to believe it. They need to believe that they have people out there. And maybe they do. You never know. There are petty motherfuckers out there that love to be hated and love to be in the back and forth. But I doubt they're listening to my podcast. You know, fuck those people. I don't want to know about them anyway. But for everybody else, you got to be really fucking careful about the pitfalls of that idea. Because if you are losing, who is winning? Who is winning, bro? Who's taking your fucking lunch? Who's taking your shit? I say it sometimes that you have to go out there and get your lunch. But I say it because it's your shit. And you have to go out there and conquer things and everything else. And really, if you do have a fucking enemy, if you do have somebody that's against you, it's you. You yourself. I know it from every day of looking at myself and all my shit. I'm I'm at times super disciplined and at times a fucking slob. And I know that. I notice that about myself. A lot of times I want to find the most efficient way of doing something. Not because I want to be smarter. Just because I don't want to do the fucking thing. You know? I will delay taking out garbage. Because there's... You know, I'm like, well, if, you know, I do it when the other one's full. I can do two at a time and kill two birds with one stone. It's like, dude, take two fucking trips. Well, yeah, look at it that way. I am the perfect example of that. I hate taking trips. Like, if it's, like, supermarket shit and you're getting stuff out of your car and bringing it in, you know what happens? I like to take everything as much as I can in one trip because I don't want to do it twice. I just don't want to do it. It's fucking hard-headedness. But what do I give a shit? What do I give a shit? You know? Um, But that's the mentality. That's yourself, like, keeping you down. And you have to understand, like, that... That is what you have to be careful about. This is the thing. Your brain main focus, your brain's main fucking focus is to survive. To survive, to make sure you don't fucking die. That's all it does. And it has a lot of misinformation that gets it gets to it that fucks it up and you're being manipulated and fucked up because of this. I always feel, and this is my opinion, but this is my, my, my way of looking at things, that it's your soul that wants to strive, that soul that wants to bring up your spirit, your essence, your chi, whatever you want to call it. That inner self, that real marrow of one's being is what says, fuck yeah, let's do this thing, fuck, go for it and strive. But it, it reacts and only works through the filters that you have and one of those being your brains and then it goes to your eyes and your nose and your lips and your tongue and your touch and and everything down to your dick you know and 
that is the only way that you can fucking really reach out from the innermost part to the outermost part. But there's a lot of feed, feed into it that you are being manipulated by. You're being fucked with. Your brain, again, trying to just make you survive, says eat that food because it has fat. Well, we don't live in Neanderthal times. We're not ru- running and walking 30, 40, 50 fucking miles to have a meal. We can go down the street in our air-conditioned car, get down, and fuck that. Uh, you know, go to the supermarket and get food. Okay, yeah, you can Uber Eats the shit to your door and eat it. it. doesn't mean that's right. It's fucking wrong. You're not supposed to do that. That's not good for you. That's garbage. So that's the idea behind it, that your brain doesn't know the difference. It just says, do this instead of this. This feels good. This isn't. And it doesn't process all those other, you know, modalities that come out of, like, the shit that you're eating because it's getting fooled. It's the same thing with your ears. Your ears hear things and you start perceiving a certain way of your, your, your life and what you're thinking and you're doing. And your brain can only process it. And the brain's going to side always on survival. It's going to be logical and try to survive. Logical. Now, the logic is also only based on the intelligence that you have. What have you fed into your brain? What programs, what apps are in your brain right now that are working? Have you read enough about history and politics and biology and everything else? How come uh, certain people can be very fucking calm in a, in a situation? Because they have been trained and learned so much that if somebody says, you know, has an open artery just splurting blood everywhere where you just scream like a little bitch. You, they can walk in and calmly tourniquet and put something on it and apply pressure and do all the things that need to be done to save a life because they've done it a million times as their brain has been processing this for a long time so sometimes when you feel that you're losing and things are so fucking bad and you think things are cornered and everything it's because your brain is only processing bad shit and you have none of the apps or none of the programming none of the way of dealing with it we're on a Cro-Magnon frame, practically. We're still at a Neanderthal kind of state. And we're still in the fight or flight of, oh shit, is that lion going to kill me? Is that purple things make my hum- my stomach hurt? I'm not going to eat purple things. You know, things with eight legs tend to fucking kill me. No. And so we overreact and we can only process that information. You know, now that these new things, there's all these things. Think about it. They just, there's motherfuckers in lab coats out there just trying to fuck with you just trying to fuck with you there are the guys sitting in lab coats saying how can we make people buy this if we convince you enough that your fucking teeth are rotting out you're gonna buy our special toothbrush if i convince you enough that you're fucking that this burger is fucking tasty and juicy you will eat something that's so processed it's not even the animal anymore if you know and it goes into politics it goes into anything goes into the way of life you're getting manipulated you get manipulated and you're getting fucked with don't allow that the best way is just question it. Question it and find the answer. And amazingly, just like right now I'm talking into it, there's a little black box in your hand that does all that shit. You punch in the thing and it tells you how. Um, I was just talking to somebody the other day that, well, they were in tears and they had all these problems. And, and I kind of got mad. And it was one of those situations where I'm like, dude, don't be a dick because you can't be a dick to this person. You can't. You know, there's not going to help them. But you just feel so mad because they're already giving up. Their things are so hopeless. And sometimes people need a a fucking ear. What they need is an ear, not an answer. And 
I, I try to consider that too. I'm not trying to be a fucking know-it-all and be like, well, you know what you should do, wagging my finger. No, I, I was trying to be there. But I got mad because after a while I go, listen, well, if you want a way out of this situation, use your fucking phone. Go on there and be like, look up shit and be like, ah, how to do this, how to go and do that. How This is my situation. And you'll find people that have been in the same situation as you and have have gotten it done. And it gives you hope. And now even your brain then being the logical thing that it is with this new information will say, oh shit, we can calm down. See what I'm saying? See how that cycle is that you put the information in and all of a sudden you're not losing anymore? That's what you have to look at. I do that with a lot of times these videos and all these other shit. And you get like Dark Report and all these fucking people sending you all this crazy conspiracy theory shit. And you start feeling overwhelmed in this dark cloud above you. And oh shit, what are we going to do? And you need to like, okay, hold on. First off, is this a real fear? What is going on here? What is what's going to happen? Where would these things go? Where would the you know, and you start processing when you start reading when you start putting real information in your head and from real people, you'll get there. And then, you know, there is some truth. I don't believe it all the way, but there is some truth that there have been people, especially when you talk about these mass school shootings and mass shootings that happen and these like militant now, this horrible shit that happened in Atlanta to this poor black guy that was jogging you know there are people that get poisoned they get poisoned into their brain and it gets down to their soul and like i said that is the marrow of yourself where everything is going to come out of and what happens is that people get so fucking poisoned they don't see what they're doing they don't see what's going on because they feel like they're losing you know how many white people out there really fucking think that they're losing things, that their things are being taken from them, that the black, brown, yellow, whatever the fucking color is fucking them over. And why? Because you have some motherfucker saying that in their ear. Some piece of shit that has nothing else to do, that has already poisoned himself, spreading that poison. And so you got to be really careful about this. And it goes to the other side, too. Because then there's a lot of, and even guys I kind of respect that have this real cracker ass cracker fucking fuck the white man kind of shit to them that you go dude you know like also you're painting with a broad fucking stroke you know you gotta like make sure to keep your shit clean and keep your brain fucking away from that kind of shit and so that your soul doesn't get poisoned that's how i see it it's this huge filtration system and they're trying to infiltrate And one of the ways they do that is to tell you you're fucked up. You're fucked over. That's how a lot of times, like in South America and in Cuba and a lot of these places, how the communists took over. Because they didn't go to a Joe Schmo. They went to the poor guy. They went to the guy that got fucked over. And a lot of times some of these places, like in Venezuela and like in Cuba, they were getting fucked over. It is true. You were getting fucked over. But then they try to introduce something else that you think is going to help you. And in the end, what it happened is, is that, yeah, they made everybody equal, equally fucked, equally fucked over. And a lot of times, what are you going to do with that? All you're doing is pulling everybody down and you're not even getting yourself up. When a lot of times that kind of shit you got to be careful about you got to be careful about what people are telling you doesn't mean they can't have your their opinions i've had people that tell me absurd shit to my face i i don't know why i have that ability 
I think it's called, I always call it bartender face. Like, I guess I have that face of like somebody you want to pour your shit out to while you have a drink. And, and I just sit there going, wow, why am I being told this? But I am. And I'll just sit there and just say, uh-huh. Oh, man, that's crazy. Really? And that's all, you know, and sometimes I got to sit there and then my retort will be try to be as cool as possible and, and neutral as possible so that I can deliver the message, you know, because if you go, man, fuck you, you know, right there, you just lost them. And there's in the Internet's like that, too. And it's because people like to spread that, you know, like to talk about it. I make those jokes about. Chinese shit. Oh no, look. I'm not saying the Chinese are gonna invade. I ain't gonna invade shit. And you know what? There's a billion of them. Yeah, you know what? They're all people, motherfucker. A lot of them are people. So I have faith in people. I can't believe I'm saying it myself, but I do have faith in people overall. We have to be careful. We have to be vigilant. We have to be on our shit. Sure. But I don't think they're going to come and get it. Now, those fucking hornets might. I don't know. That's some crazy shit. I was like, why didn't they kill those over there? Like, maybe if a billion of them couldn't they kill them, what are they going to do when they get here? That's <laughs> for a whole other podcast. Um, but, like, you have to be really careful. Because if you want to that, again, that rebel feeling to help you keep going think about how to not only love yourself but to challenge yourself and to get over those things and say okay this is not gonna fuck with me it's not gonna manipulate me it's not gonna bring me down it's gonna do what's necessary and i'm gonna go and and use this as fuel instead of everything else you know i I guess you know it, it is like gasoline it is like fuel you know you can power a car burn down a house but either way how are you gonna use it right so that's pretty smart on the fly Mm -hmm. but yeah so that's how i'm look at those kind of things and i bid you to do the same thing i tell you do the same thing don't let people make you feel bad don't let people make you feel less than you know empower yourself And, and you know you could be in a shitty place no one's denying that you know you could be but it doesn't mean you don't have a way out a problem is not a problem if you have a solution. The problem might be you don't like the solution. That's the thing. So find that and do that and move on. And that's especially now with the quarantine and everything. There's a lot of this like depression going on and, you know, sitting and lying down. There's still shit you can do. And part of yourself should be ready to rebel against that and not allow yourself to be fucking manipulated and taken down because of it. And you'll you'll find it. You'll find that way of doing it, man. And it's and and it's there in you for you. You have it. You have it. There's nothing about it. You're not losing as you as long as you're thinking about winning. That's what you have to do. So here's one side that I think, I don't know, it might not apply to anybody, it might apply to everybody, but I think it's a good question to ask too, which is, how are you winning? How are you winning your life? How are you winning at, in the world? How are you doing that? And I say that because I also know people, and it's happened to me too, where you have the perception, at the very least, 
or the thinking at the very least that you're winning that life is good you're kicking ass and taking names and fucking everything up and you know all the good pluses and everything else and then you have to ask yourself are you though this is not like a meditative oh shit moment this is not like a kind of thing that's like a you know David Byrne kind of song you know asking yourself you know is this my life is this my beautiful house is this my beautiful wife you know but it is like how did you get it how did you you get there did you really have it I have luckily to paraphrase Tennessee Williams Camino, Camino Real I have done the Camino Real both on carriage and on foot and so I have been able to be on the mountaintop and I have been in a fucking on the street, both figuratively and literally in my life. And I appreciate both situations. They're great. But when you are winning and things are good and when things are good, appreciate them first and foremost. If you're right now happy, things are good, things are stable. And you have everything to a degree that you could want or need or, or anything. You have a great accomplishment or something like that. Take it in. You know, really bring it in. Kurt Vonnegut used to say, just sit there and say, this is nice. It's nice to do that. It's good to do that. You feel better. You feel more responsive. Ah, this is nice. Those are great things. There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Now, then ask yourself, how did I get here? That I will give to David Byrne. But it's true. How did I get here? How did I win? How did I process how to, you know, and this can be done also when you're on the down low, when you're really shitty. And you say, how did I get here? And so you can analyze and you see everything. I have practically accomplished a lot of things I've always wanted. Maybe I'm probably not in the way I wanted in the sense of the the different levels of it, but I've pretty much did almost done everything I've ever wanted and 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 been very lucky and fortunate to have done it. I own a comic book shop which I wanted since I was a kid. I've published my own comic, which I always wanted to do worked on some, a one major comic I want to do more, you know. I have had my artwork in Art Basel. I've had my work in galleries. I've had people praise me for my writing. And I've done stand-up. And I'm doing all these things because I really want to do them. And I don't feel for any reason I shouldn't be able to. Other than, I don't know yet. You know, I might not be the best at it or whatever. But I want to do it for me, first and foremost. And the one thing that I could say, okay... So now this is the other half of how I did it, maybe not to the fullest degree. And one way is the, the comic book shop. One way I could really say is the comic book shop. Why? Because it's a constant struggle. A lot of it is real, real bitch to get done every day. Get it right now? It's horrendous because we're kind of at a standstill. But to keep this in mind and have an idea going forward, um. I luckily feel really good because the customers and the people we have that come here really like our shop and like us to a degree love us 
and they've shown a lot of love for it where because I've never ripped anybody off I've never fucked anybody over I try to make sure I, I people are welcomed here you know um yeah I've never been a, 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 a the asshole comic book shop owner to a detriment to tell you the truth to a degree that might be bad because sometimes you have to be like that in business in other words i'm not running it as a business should fully be run the henceforth because i'm not a dick and i know that i know that the reason i say this and i don't say this to like placate anybody or throw anybody under the bus but i know a lot of commerce shop owners from all across the country trade stories talk to them i'm the first one to be on bending knee to anybody that does this and ask questions because i may know a lot but i don't know everything and there is insights and stuff like that and i've literally have seen and heard stories of them of people ripping people off you know some in small form some in huge form uh some in just shitty fucking ways i know some guys that make buku fucking bucks doing this and they are motherfuckers they're just a lot of manipulation a lot of fucking with sometimes preying on the weak preying on the people that in this situation especially in the comic book field people come in and they want to be part of a community they manipulate them they kind of act like they're their buddy but then you know hey buddies need you to buy stuff and get them to buy shit at an overpriced cost i don't i don't fucking do that i, I don't i mean I've never, you know, when I deal with a collector and especially the guys that are flippers and shit, sometimes I'm a hard ass because I just know what something is valued. But even then, it's like, dude, you're walking away with a deal. You can be all pissed off you want walking out of here, but you know you got a deal. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, be pissed off, but then you're the first one to be like, I got it for this much, haha, you know? And I'm like, I sold it for you, haha, but you got a deal. But other than that, well, 90% of the time, I'm always trying to do favors and help out people and work out stuff for people so that they can have something. So I know what happens sometimes when you win, you know, and at least in a way and the same thing with making comics or anything like that, you know. I know I never fucked anybody over. And like I know publishers who have not paid people or, you know, they start talking out of the side of their mouths and they do one thing and then this other thing happens and blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, I have never done that. I've been fucking brutally honest all the time, uh, be it from the artwork, on the receiving end, on money. Like I have had people say, hey, I want to work with you. I want to do this. Cool, man. I can only pay X amount. And that's all I have. That's really fucking low. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm telling you now, instead of having you do 10 fucking pages and fucking you over. Right. And because of that, later on, people have come back and said, yeah, I'll fucking work with you. At least you're a sure thing. You know, like, so it works out. Um, my dad used to say it all the time. You know, um, the, the truth isn't hard to remember. You know, and as long as you're truthful, it's fucking easy to get along in life. Um, that's what I, I, I tell you now is, OK, where are you at? How did you get there? And there's sometimes, you know, I, I feel like statistically you can say it like, you know, how do you get to become a billionaire without fucking someone over without doing something crazy? And I know for a fact at one time, 
you know, I was very, 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 very well off. I had a great fucking career. I was making buku bucks. I had brand new car, really nice fucking apartment, all the, the, all, the whole thing. And money to spare. And I was fucking depressed. I was fucking because I wasn't drawing. I wasn't doing that much. I was working in design. I was an art director. And I fucking hated life. I was like not happy with it. You know, it's just not, not okay. And, um, I, I recognized that and I quit slash got fired, (laughs) you know, because it was just one of those things where they could see that I wasn't a team player. I wasn't on it. And then they were like, "Mm." and then I was like, you know what? I'm done with this too. And I walked away and in the end, they were kind of like, oh, you know what? Maybe we won't. Maybe just take some time off and come back. I'm like, no, no, I'm cool. You know, after I explained myself and saw things, there was other problems politically in the company too, but, and it was the best thing I could do. I was way happier. And luckily I had a great woman that supported me at that time that she was just like, Hey, if that's how you feel, fuck them. Don't, don't feel like that anymore. You know, walk away. And it worked out. So you have to sometimes sit there and say, okay, if I'm winning, how, how am I winning? You know, how am I getting here? Am I getting here by the right terms, by the terms that I'm supposed to? I have a friend now. She's running for office. And we were discussing about that. And we were like back and forth, back and forth. And I go, you know, there's a lot of like political um, strategists that she has. And they tell her to do things a certain way and a, a certain way she needs to be seeing things and going after things. And she doesn't feel like that. She thinks that's bullshit. She's like, no, I don't want to do it like that. And I don't want to stop doing things a certain way because it's the what you should because she wants to do the right thing by her and all i could tell her is guy look win or lose and she was like well, i'm gonna win i'm like I don't know. but win or lose you want that at the end of this however you got there is how it should have been done that you have no qualms and it wasn't anything bad or illicit but they were like she was volunteering and they're like stop volunteering because since she she did it by the book, she never had like any kind of, you know, campaign thing or anything like that. She didn't even mention her campaigns when she volunteered. She was there as a volunteer, was helping out, and that's it. Because she genuinely wants to help. So because of that, they said, well, then why even volunteer? Now you're not making calls. You're not picking up money. You're not doing what. And she's like, because I want to fucking do it. Oh, but that's bad for your political run. There you go. See what I'm saying? So and she said, no, fuck that. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. She feels that strongly. She feels that forward about it and about doing that and helping people. And and that's, you know, what happens is that in the end, if you don't get what you want, you you got there through the right means. You know what I'm saying? You're not fucked over. You didn't, you're not in a bad place. Other people I know are motherfuckers i know some motherfuckers man some real greasy piece of shit people you know i don't now that i think about it i don't count them as friends they're like acquaintances and sometimes you know in the network of things you got to know people and sometimes pieces of shit are good to know i mean i hate to say it um and you see it in their faces and everything else that they they'll have a chip on their shoulder they feel like they still have to prove it because everything they've done has been bullshit has been manipulation and fucking people over and they may be winning quote unquote but the truth is a lot less that's a i mean like there's there's that that is like carried 
all throughout Miami. I mean, how many motherfuckers have $60,000 cars and they have them parked in front of their fucking $450 efficiency that they, they live in Hialeah for? You know, they have the expensive car to live in like in a fucking hole in the wall because they want to impress people and they want to live like that. And they probably have credit cards and car payments and so much shit through the fucking roof. And they don't have a real sustenance to live off of. You know, how many people live in that kind of way, you know? So that's something to consider. Um, it's just, it's just something you have to consider. If you're going to win, how are you going to win? Are you going to get there in the right way? I know guys that have lost family, had lost relationships, and oh, they have to ask themselves, was that fucking worth it for this pursuit, for this thing that I had? You know, what did you burn down? Because they say, don't burn your bridges. You're going to burn some. You're going to burn some. If you're going to go through this life as you should, sometimes you will burn some. And that's fine. Are they the right ones? Did you do them for the right reasons? You know, um, that's important to keep in mind also. Just keep that in mind. And and sometimes, you know, we don't know it yet. And maybe that's the root of you feeling like you're losing. That's the root. Because you could be in a place where you have everything in hand. You've accomplished all the shit you wanted. You're fucking whooping ass. On paper, your stats are great. But you're not happy. Why? Where are you at in your life then? That's when you have to take stock. And say, okay, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I want to do? And where am I going to go with this? And that will find your, the right way. And that is how you really will start winning. And when you really start winning, when things are going as they're good, and it happens. And it, you got to notice that there's like good days and bad days. It's a cycle. It happens. But when you have one of those really good days and you see all the shit and you're like on top and you're like, fuck, yeah. You know, you go and say you can cleanly say I'm here because I should be because I earned it and it's mine and no one can take that away from you. That is the righteous shit. And that's what you should keep in mind. That's how you win, bro. So yeah, guys, that's uh, all the podcast uh, this week. Um, yeah, I think that extra segment from last week, I'm going to end up posting it as its own like mini episode, probably Friday. Like then there's something extra to listen to on the weekend. I know a lot of people listen to us on the weekend. And uh, yeah, um, as always, I am mo- always online. You can always find more stuff at Fuacata. Be it F-W-A-C-A-T-A Be it Fuacata.com I post every Sunday something Fuacata on the Patreon I post something every Thursday I'll probably be posting something soon And also on uh, And then Friday, Saturdays I tend to do live stuff on uh, Instagram So And I always put all my artwork And everything I'm going on now I've been doing new little comedy videos On video clips and stuff like that On there So you can always check that out I'm going to be posting some of that On the Sunday blog too So, yeah, that's how you can find me. And, you know, hopefully you guys have a good week. You know, it's Wednesday going to Thursday right now. And, um, yeah, man, just uh, look out for each other. All right. That's the main thing, man. Just look out for your fucking just to ask somebody how they're doing. You know, 
hey man you good like do that like you know with the little flick of the finger you know and then you do the kind of like uh matthew mcconaughey kind of thing like hey man you good all right and that's it because if you see somebody bummed out man they probably are and just maybe you know talk to them point them to the podcast maybe i can cheer them up i don't know and uh learn to laugh folks and uh you know and overall till next week be good <laughs>